But first she must know the science behind the show, she says. How do lesbians have sex? She asked me, how do lesbians have sex? She understood how two guys do, but how do lesbians have sex? Welcome back to Seven Swingers, episode number 54. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rachel, and we are very lucky to have two very special people joining us today who have really helped us to stay sane in the shit show <laughs> known as 2020. Nobody keeps up stained like the bed hoppers. Uh, it could be the exact opposite. I'm not sure if they're keeping us sane or driving us insane. Maybe it's the fact that we can't actually hang out, play the ukulele, that's driving us a little bit insane. But they have really become a very special part of our lives, luckily, and one of the few bright spots of this year. So, Sapphic Swingers listeners, please welcome Mr. Miss Hopper from the world famous Bed Hoppers podcast. Welcome, guys. World famous. world famous wow we've made it we can just hang up our coats now thanks guys see you later bye i everyone. didn't We're think <laughs> world um fame would come so soon I, and that's such a difficult time i'm crushed that it took this long <laughs> i'm surprised <laughs> i mean you have at least one download from all over the world i guarantee it <laughs> exactly yeah. we're so famous we're infamous <laughs> yeah, you have been on a tv show <laughs> this is true mm. i'm not sure of dubious lay, quality yeah, but yeah. That we could lay claim to have kept you sane throughout the course of this period though because I, th- I think between us after a sort of couple of drinks the level of insanity is almost multiplied like we all double down <laughs> which is nice i think it's excellent and, you know, we're having a drink now, so that will go well. <laughs> <laughs> what are you all drinking? We are drinking mulled wine because it's snowy and cold and freezing here in the UK. Is it not glue wine? Well, yeah, but it's a mull, isn't it? Uh, well, it's German glue it's, wine. It's basically hot wine. It's made of genuine horse. Glue vine. Glue vine. Yes. Hot mulled wine. So if you don't know where the town hall is, it's right next to the glue vine mobile. Excellent. Do we even have a town hall anymore? Well, well, we live more in an apocalyptic wasteland these days, so um, there may or may not be a town hall, but we can't see even if we want to. So No, that would involve going outside and seeing actual people. (laughs) Anyway, it's nice to know we kept you sane. Oh, indeed. It's also winter here, so I'm going to go and take my shirt off. (laughs) Well, this is looking up. (laughs) Yeah, winter in Florida is like the two days that maybe it dips into the 50s Fahrenheit. I don't know what that is in Celsius. I bet it's not as cold as here. <laughs> we, we, we've been enjoying the benefits of snow and... Ice on cars. Minus one degree Celsius. Yeah, I don't, that's like, I don't know, a million Fahrenheit or something. My math isn't strong. <laughs> it's pretty cold. Most definitely. So we had the pleasure of joining the Hoppers on their podcast where they peppered us with questions. And so now we finally get to return the favour. Hope you guys are ready. Uh, we've done some lunges. We've done some lunges. Yeah. We did some tongue twisters. We did one smart fellow. He felt smart. Wants to try I did not feel it. any fellows. Two and smart fellows. They felt smart. I didn't feel any fellows. Three smart fellows. They all felt smart. No, no smart fellows were felt. Okay, my so there's that one question about a tongue twister. I am ready. Yeah. <laughs> there's something about farting, so I don't know if we have a question for that. But we do have a very tricky one, probably for Miss Miss Hopper. Oh, okay. All right. Who wrote and performed the world famous Ducktales theme song? Oh my days, are you serious? <laughs> well, I know what the theme tune is. You sing it on average about 20 times a day. Singing it now doesn't help me. Uh, should I know who? Well, if you don't, we do have a rule on our podcast. If you can't or are unwilling to answer a question, you must remove an article of clothing. It's just, I just took my jumper off. I know. Before I knew a question. I'm well aware you only have a tank top on. 
I'm not unwilling to answer the question, but I don't think I'll get it right. <laughs> the, the irony is, is that I, I don't think I know who wrote it <gasps> off the top of my head. I don't. Igaz, you I don't know. Seriously, yeah. you don't know who wrote it. No, not off the top of my head. I'm astounded. I'm, I'm pr- it's probably someone called Travis. That's my guess. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a Travis kind of guy. Does, this is not yeah. starting off well, Rachel. No. All right, move oh on to the next God. one. But I'm going to be waiting for I'm you. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think about it. It's okay. Lord Lord McDuck. You could take your socks off. No. <laughs> I told you, it's very cold here. You could pretend to take your socks off. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, no one will know any different. That's the point. Yeah, that's not as fun though, is it? Anyway. Okay, where are the socks? <laughs> <laughs> Under the table. Okay. Anyway. What is one of your guilty pleasures? Do do do. Oh my Is this at both of us or is this to, to one of oh, us? Oh yeah. Or? Either or, or both. You go first, Wallace. I've, I've got, got too many. Uh, yeah, I've got quite a lot of guilty pleasures. Oh my God. I do love 80s cartoon theme tunes it's like a you don't say it's like crack <laughs> we me. never knew <laughs> I, I know but there's so many good ones there's like gummy bears which is fantastic oh, and it's got yes. the dashing and daring courageous and caring yeah, there, <laughs> there we go you so have unleashed then, some merry hell on us he's gonna sing all of them dog tanyan and the musker hounds there's yeah. mask with mask crusade and transformers and thundercats and Lions and tigers and bears, oh, oh my! You know, that, so my guilty pleasure is probably singing those. I think. Nice. Can I get a little Fraggle Rock down there? Do you, do you ever watch Fraggle Rock? Yeah, we love Fraggle Rock. Dance your cares away while we for another day. Let the music play. Down a Fraggle Rock. There's no one clapping, so you know I'm just going to put that out there. It's a silent <laughs> <laughs> Fraggle Rock has a real special thing in my heart because I, I, it was one of the first records I ever had. And it's got all these wonderful songs. And I rediscovered them a few years ago. And I was literally sort of driving along in my car listening to, to Fraggle Rock. But also, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I got a bit emotional because it took me right back to being this tiny toddler that, that watched Fraggle Rock. So, and and the, all of those songs continue to go around in my head, especially the medley, which I love, which uh, I won't yes. sing before now. Oh, you're adorable. Yeah. Adorable. <laughs> you are adorable. We coined that phrase a while ago, didn't thank we? You. Am I your guilty pleasure? <laughs> well, you know, actually probably listening to you take joy from all these these things that make you happy is probably my guilty pleasure because I actually berate you for doing it by I secretly love it. I see I think <laughs> y- your your secret guilty pleasure is actually going you started that too high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm constantly <laughs> correcting his cadence and trying to get him to sing in key. And he means nothing to me. Means nothing to him. <laughs> yeah. No, it really doesn't, does it? No. Nope. So, yeah, I think my secret guilty pleasure is actually that I, I do secretly take joy from the things that make you happy, Aww. even though I tell him to stop it. <laughs> that and I've seen you sniffing my underpants. On oh, my screen. God, no, never. <laughs> Ew. Who doesn't? Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of guilty pleasures, who doesn't love perving out on sexy lifestyle profiles? Ooh, we do, we do. Oh, yeah, we do. (laughs) And a great place to do that is with our podcast sponsor, altplayground.net. Now, we are completely guilty of spending way too much time checking out sexy pictures and profiles. And if I'm being totally honest, I do sometimes struggle with how to start that first uh, interaction. It's not just a, hey, 
That doesn't work for us. <laughs> we recommend against just a hey. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, you can find resources to help you on Alt Playground, such as online forums and communities that might be of interest. And if you need to verify someone is actually who they say they are. I'm not. I never am. Oh, shut your face. <laughs> you can utilize their video chat function. Yes. And remember, what happens on video chat stays in my spank bag for years. <laughs> We are almost into the new year. Goodbye 2020 and fuck you. So what better time to start making new connections with couples? All right, how about this Please one? Join us Tragically, on you find yourself on death row. What is your last meal? Oh my God, that's an amazing question. And I, I, I genuinely read like books and tons of articles about this. It just genuinely fascinates me. Smash burger. Done. Oh God. Do you not put any more thought into it? It's, I, it would be the burger that I make. So it'd be like... Oh, like, you're going to make your own? Yeah. But what's the someone... point if like someone can make it for you? Yeah, but there's no assurance on the quality then. <laughs> God, you're so fussy. <laughs> but can you imagine? Like, what's like this? You, you order your food and, and some schlub brings you this shit version of the thing that you love the most. So your last lasting memory, not that it's lasting very long because obviously death row, etc., is a shit version. It's like the memory of a good meal. That would be terrible. So I'd make it myself and make sure it's good. So a smash burger, in, in case you didn't know, it's a really thin uh, beef patty where you get the heat really hot. So you crisp up all the edges. And typically I would do one as a double cheeseburger, maybe with a cheeky bit of bacon, maybe a bit of lettuce in there, and maybe like a nice burger sauce with a little bit of pickle in it because I'm, you know, like that. So not only are you going to be put to death for crimes committed against the music industry, uh, <laughs> you're making your own last meal. Yeah, but there's, there's a chance that I might be able to escape using the utensils that they give me. Sing your way out. <laughs> I'm not going to sing my way out. I'm going to throw an air fryer at them. Oh, nice. That's amazing. Okay. How about you, Miss H? I'm, I'm relatively probably more simple. Um, I would probably demolish a cheese board i think a, a selection of cheeses and nice breads and dipping oils and wine and maybe some port can i just have all the stuff <laughs> how big is my last meal it, it is your last meal after all it's not within budget <laughs> i'm sorry yeah i think i'd have like a really fine cheese board oh. maybe yeah which is, which is what we've got for tea on New Year's Eve as well. Oh, I know. We can't do fuck all else. Might as well have a nice cheese balls. <laughs> I should point out that that is not your last meal. But <laughs> <laughs> it might be, might be your last. taking a sinister last, turn. <laughs> your last sort of, you know, unhealthy meal for a little while. What are you saying? What are you trying to say? You said that you're It's on my it. last unhealthy meal for a while. Yeah, for a, for a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. For 2021. Do you like the really stinky cheeses? I love all cheeses. Um, he is very fussy and does not like the same cheese as I do. So I like all the like Brie's and Stilton's and Camembert's. And, oh, I'm just going to take a moment. <laughs> keep your hands above the table. Keep, keep on going, please. <laughs> it will be my last unhealthy meal of this year. How about that? You, you can't correct me. It's accurate. Yeah, I suppose you are right. Nailed it. You're welcome. All right. Our next question. So think long and hard before the shit year of 2020. What was your most awkward swinger date? In, in 2020? No. <laughs> or, or just ever? Just I mean, ever. I don't think anybody's really dated much in 2020. <laughs> I was going to say, there's, there's not many to choose from in 2020. There was really only like, what, two months of a year that we could have dated, which was like January and February, maybe before yeah, I, everything hit in March. But. but going back before then, I, we, we've had some awful, 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 awful dates. I, I think the worst the worst one for me was, we call the story Special Brew, I think. Oh, is that your worst one? That, I think that's probably the 
the worst one, I think, because uh, when we got there, uh, he was really disrespectful to his own partner. Um, she asked us to call social services when we were leaving. He said that he could fuck my wife better than I could. Oh, um, yeah, he was special. And then my wife proceeded to get drunk and go, nah, you know, whatever. <laughs> So and a beautiful combination. <laughs> argued with him. Argued with him. Mm. And then he also said that Jaws was a waste of time. <gasps> yes. And he didn't like Jurassic Park either. I know, right? So Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, and he only played um, football games. And I was like, <laughs> so yeah, for me, that was our worst yeah. date. Have you ever heard of train spotting over there? Is train spotting something you guys have seen? I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Well, he was like Begbie from Train Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Like a really yeah. tiny, diminutive, argumentative, angry aggressive, man. angry man that liked to start fights in pubs um, and whatnot. He sounds so. awesome. Do you have his email? Because <laughs> I'm thinking of changing over to men and he sounds like the perfect guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we did see him again and he tried to punch me. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah he did. Seriously true. Um, I'm not sure why, but we'd hooked up with a really nice couple on that the second time that we saw him because it was at a social event and the guy that that was of the couple that we'd hooked up with was some sort of giant compared <laughs> to everybody else <laughs> in the nearest like few miles and just basically like stood up to him and, it, and yep. you know i was just standing my ground but he was sort of saying right take your glasses off so i can punch you and i kind of <laughs> went well hang on well no because if i take my glasses off i can't see you to punch you and and then you'll punch me. So what's the point of me taking my glasses? Maybe he didn't want to cut his hand. Yeah. Oh, on your glasses. Nothing to do with your safety. It was all yeah. So yeah, he was a he was a charmer. Yeah, maybe. What, what about you, dear? See, I would go with Chandamurf, probably. Really? As the worst date. Well, no, it wasn't a date, really, was it? It was more an experience. And you did all right that night. Well, no, I didn't, because I had to cart you home anyway. <laughs> and, <laughs> let's think of another one. Um, special brew was pretty bad. I don't think I can top that. No. Mm, no. Okay. No. That was pretty yeah. bad. I, I'm with him on that one. It was just really bad. That was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that was very bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll go with that. That's cool. All right, moving on. All right, now, this is another scenario. N neither of you are going to die, so don't worry about that. Go ahead and relax. <laughs> you keep your socks on. All right, pretend like you're both wildly bisexual. For one of you, it won't be much of a stretch, but for the other, just work with me here. So, <laughs> Found a way to clone you. Would you have sex with your clone? Yes. It's not insane. Yeah. It's just your clone. I didn't even have to think about it. So <laughs> we have had the, the discussion. We've um, talked about this. About sort of if you had if you could suck yourself off, would you do it? If, or if you could go down on yourself, would you do it? And what tends to happen is that the men in the room universally go, fuck yes, I'm you know, you'd never see me again. And the women tend to be like, no, no. And not that women sound like that, that was a bit Monty Pythonish. <laughs> But that tends to be the divide. So, uh, yeah, if I could suck myself off, yes, I would. And if I could fuck myself, yes, I probably would. Incredible. I, I, I know, right? Absolutely incredible. Why is that incredible? It just <laughs> makes me laugh so much that you wouldn't consider being, like, going with any other guy at all but yourself. That's my clone. No one else is going to be good enough. <laughs> he, know, he knows me. <laughs> exactly. You have a leg up. You know exactly yeah. what you like. You know how to please yourself. He, he knows how disappointing the experience is going to be. But you've already got a record of saying you don't want a, a dick in your mouth. No, I don't. But why would you put your own dick in your mouth? <laughs> because I can. You don't want dick in your mouth, full stop. Why would you accept your own? Because it's... It's still it's a dick a, in a mouth. It's my dick. But it's a dick. <laughs> anyway, you need to answer it. Come on. <laughs> but we haven't quite 
establish why you would put your own cock in your mouth but no one else's. If, if I can, I will. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, Mrs. Nish. <laughs> oh my God. So if I could clone myself, would I have sex with myself? Is yes. that what you're asking? Do you know, I don't think I would. <laughs> I think it'd be a bit weird. Do you think you wouldn't measure up to your own standards? What if I couldn't make myself come? <laughs> what if I let myself down? <laughs> What about as, oh, as an alternative? Does it count that I feel my own boobs now and then? Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but what about if you could grow a cock for a day? I would love that. I would destroy it. I would give it back. Broken mess. Broken <laughs> mountain. Oh my goodness! I would absolutely abuse that. So if you if you had a cock for a day and you could suck your own cock, would you? No, I would not. I would not self-fellate. I just don't understand the appeal of it. It's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> I would sure as hell try. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if, if I could do it, I 100% oh, would. Yeah. Every moment of the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all up in the closet. Slurp, slurp, slurping. Just rolling around the floor in like a ball. <laughs> like Sonic the Hedgehog. I just imagine you coming home. Did you get a stack again trying to go down yourself? Yes, I did. <laughs> I'm a pretzel. Please untie me. <laughs> and I, well, I tried to make myself bendy enough to get down there. I just couldn't get it down. <laughs> This is the girl that can't even touch her own toes. Hey, I tried to get you out of my own village. Oh, <laughs> it's an interesting one. I just think it's nicer having someone else do it for you. And I think it just would lose its appeal if I did it myself. Like a cup of tea. If someone else makes you a cup of tea, it's always fucking brilliant. But if you have to make it yourself, you it's don't. It's just not as good, is it? Mm. Okay, I understand. Yeah. yeah. Still would do it, though. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for the best, I would watch that. Would you? Yeah. You'd probably really like that as well. I think I might quite enjoy watching it. Yeah. Yeah. I would appeal. Interesting. You would probably want to get involved with Mr. H in the club. I know. You would. I really would. It'd be like that scene in Watchmen with um, Dr. Manhattan and his big blue winkle. And his big blue winkle. His big blue winkle. It's funny that you only remember two bits about Watchmen. One is the sex scene. And and the the other bit is that there's a big blue dude with a big blue cock. Yeah, but he cleans himself and then, yeah, anyway. Yeah. By the way, I think the clone answer is fantastic. Yeah, that's and awesome. I agree that like if we could clone you, like I want a threesome with you and your clone. I, I think it'd be a twosome. <laughs> yeah, sex with my clone. I think it'd be weird. I, I wouldn't have that myself. <laughs> I totally would. I would not. If, if you fine. folks cloned yourselves and your clone ended up being straight, what the fuck? Would <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I guess it'd be cool. I mean, I'd be like, go do your thing, girl. <laughs> yeah. You it, do you. It'd be, it'd be fun to watch. <laughs> no, I'd be weird. I would not want to see myself fucking a dude. I'd be like, uh-uh, that's weird. Especially you, I'd be like, nope, I have nightmares about her. Yeah, like, even if it's your clone, I'd be like, are you the clone or are you the clone? <laughs> oh, dear. All right, back to our interrogating the we're, ready. We're, we're good. This is so fun. How often has the ukulele, or mention thereof, <laughs> led to sex? Um, with each other or with other people? <laughs> other people have been interested in the ukulele. They've had no choice, really, have they? <laughs> so w- w- whether they are humouring me or they are genuinely interested, I could not tell you. People have, have been interested. In the ukulele? In the or ukulele. Or... They have. Right. They have. It, it's not very often. It's happened about three times, I think. All right. And what happened in those three times? <laughs> Them. Because of your ukulele playing, I, I don't think it was because of the ukulele. Because of your fine playing, strumming, but but the ukulele playing did not put them off to the amount that, that we all expected it to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> if that didn't send them running, I guess that's good. We've had some really nice nights where we've just chilled out and I've played the ukulele and we've both sung along to stuff. It's rare, mm-hmm. and normally at that point you're only doing it because you're so drunk and that has led to sex. So. I think, you know, I think I'm going to... We'll never know. 
<laughs> I should point out that you did buy me the ukulele. I did. It's all my own fault. <laughs> I've uh, made my bed. And now you have to love it. I strum away. While you strum on your ukulele. <laughs> Endless strumming. Well, I supported us buying a ukulele so Tiff could play with you as well. <laughs> oh, I do play with men. <laughs> as long as there's a couple of thousand miles between us, we're fine. <laughs> Not forever, my friend. Oh, so when we eventually meet. Are you two going to have this ukulele situation we talked about? I, I think so. The uka, what was we called it? So we were going to ask what the most memorable thing your partner has done for you. Obviously buying the ukulele for Mr. H was pretty memorable, but there, there might be something else <laughs> in the archives that you can pick up. <laughs> are you going to answer? You... I'm thinking. Are you? Yeah, you can have this I one while I'm thinking. burning somewhere. Thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. Although I did set a fire to the kitchen Christmas Day. That's true. That wasn't the most memorable thing that you've done no, for me, no, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the most recent thing that you had to confess yes, to. Yes, yes, I did. It was my Buffy, Buffy the Vampire Slayer notebook. I was really gutted. But anyway, what was the, what's the most memorable thing then that I've done for you? I can't answer it for you. Well, no. And you're taking this one first. Why? What if I can't think of anything? Because <laughs> there's been so many things. I do know. For my 30th birthday, he took me to see David Bowie. Oh. That was one of my most memorable, amazing experiences. Was it a surprise? Yeah. It was. Complete it, surprise. It was, yeah. Although, you know, interesting that you didn't choose me asking to, you know. That's friends. obviously given because everybody would say that, <laughs> you know, because that obviously was a memorable time. But mm. I'm talking about an experience we had that you did for me. That was a really fun, fun weekend. We went to France and... Lille. Lille. Mm. And saw David Bowie. And it was, was it like pretty much one of his last performances? Yeah, one of, well... His reality tour? Yeah, one of his sort of last tours that he ever yeah, did. Yeah, it was amazing. So I'm I'm really grateful I got to see him. And the, we got to see the Dandy Warhols, which oh, was God. possibly the worst thing I've ever seen live. <laughs> yeah, they were the support act, which but, is a bit bizarre. It was um, it was quite amazing. They, they got up on stage and I was like, yeah, it's the Dandy Warhols. They did that, you know, that phone commercial song. And they were like, we're the Dandy Warhols. I hope you buy a record. <laughs> Got a tambourine. Yeah, what's wrong with it? <laughs> and and everyone was just kind of like, "What the fuck is this?" So yeah, so it was I, yeah, pretty yeah. depressing. Wasn't I gave it? you the gift of the dandy walls. <laughs> 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 um, in terms of, you've done so many memorable things for me. I think one of the one of the ones that I think is probably a little bit less expected. So maybe one off the beaten path uh, was that. You were really, really keen when, so when our old dog Burberry died, uh, we had a, a period where we didn't have a dog and Mrs. H was really, really keen that we go and have a look at some puppies just to kind of see what they were like. You know, I kind of know in hindsight that actually that, that meant we're going to buy a fucking dog. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'd kind of done a little bit of looking around and we found these dogs that were sort of a couple of hours up the road. Funnily enough, it was snowing. Mm, um, almost sort of nine years ago this was and we we jumped in the car and travelled for a couple of hours and and yeah we, we saw this tiny puppy and that was Yoko so you know the fact that you'd sort of said yeah we kind of we should have a look and it would be good to do that was probably one of the nicest things that you've done because I think Aww. that filled the gap in our hearts at the time and hmm. has continued to do so yeah Aww. amazing so sweet Yoko that and, all, that and all the butt sex she keeps up with, you know, <laughs> It's all that ukulele playing. It just, you know, it wears me down. It just opens up a hole, really. <laughs> all right, let's go, let's go from a super sweet comment to some <laughs> sexy stuff. What is your favorite sex toy? And was this used pre-lifestyle or did you discover it through the lifestyle experience? Oh, that's a 
Great question. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm thinking we've got loads of good toys. Did you use a lot of sex toys before in lifestyle? I think we started discovering lots of great toys pre-lifestyle, yes. Absolutely. We've always been really sexual. I think it was together. it was kind of almost a, a build-up to the lifestyle in a way. It was kind of like we we kind of were knocking down little barriers that we had in our lives and mm. sex toys was, was sort of like a nice period of just exploring each other yeah. and exploring new things. And then we're like, oh, what else do we like? Oh, let's try some kinky stuff. And oh, what else do we like? Oh, it transpires that you like women. Let's go and find that. And it was almost that sort of journey. That was very uh-huh. complicated, by the way. It was very complicated. <laughs> <laughs> was like 20 years worth of history just out in three sentences. But, you know, what can we do? Just like your uh, National Lampoon description. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like that? I thought it was extremely detailed. I think if I'd hmm. not stopped her, she'd still be talking about that bloody National Lampoon's description. The funny thing was, we I mean, to segue slightly, we did watch National Lampoon again a couple of days ago. And I watched it again and I was like, oh my God, I forgot to mention those bits in my in my resume of the film. And I was like, I should have mentioned the bit where we did that. And I should have mentioned the bit where the turkey fell apart. And, oh. You should talk about Mary. If you don't talk about Mary. I literally should have mentioned so much more in my my description. It was we, there was a dual conversation going on while it was playing. So, and I don't know if you need me to describe what's going on with this because we did this Christmas video. The folks who very kindly took part and we put that on YouTube. But Mrs H was describing the National Lampoon's Christmas vacation in extreme detail. The, the, the game. Mm-hmm. But while we were watching it together a few days afterwards, um, she was sort of suddenly going. Oh, I got that. I, I totally said that. Look, see? Oh, he's talking about a swimming pool. Oh, look, he's doing this. And I'm like, you're not playing a game now. You've, you've described the film already. We don't need to know the intricate plot points. And she goes, oh, I missed that bit. I said that when I did it first. Why didn't I say And I'm like, no one, you know, you had like a minute or whatever. Well, in fact, you were supposed to have 30, to, 30 seconds to a minute to do it. And then you ended up taking like 25, which we might as well have enacted the whole fucking thing, frankly, by the time we got to that point. But it was funny watching her check those things off. Yeah. Anyway, sex toys. <clears throat> Sorry. Right. Okay. I have a couple of favourites. Okay. But I have to be in the right mood for one of them. Okay. So I was going to say the wand, mm-hmm. not the vibrate wand, but the um, enjoy wand. And the stainless steel wand curve thing. Yeah. It's called a wand, isn't it? Even though it's it's not like the vibrate wand. Yeah. That's, that's a great toy. But I have to be in the mood for it because it's quite... Um, an invasive toy. <laughs> yeah, it's also cold. It is also very cold. Yeah, that's one of my favorites, 100%. Yeah, it, it's great. But again, it, you've got to kind of be in it for the long run with it. It's not a quick thing that you just have to like really ease into it and mm-hmm. kind of get in the mood for it because otherwise it's a little bit of a, oh, a bit of a shock. It's a good toy to be playing with in case you have any intruders as well because you can club a man to death with it. It's quite heavy. It is. It is a proper yeah. arm workout using that thing. If I'm in the right mood and, and we're, we've taken time with it, then it's a great toy. But again, not not a quick win. So it's not my all-round favourite, maybe. But you bought me a new one for Christmas, which is very cool. It's the, by the Hot Octopus range, and it's called Ammo. And it's it's like it's the... It's di- It is, yeah. I'm going right into National Lampoon here, aren't I? You are. It's a, it's a small bullet vibrator. That Thank has, you. It feels like it has a lot more power, so it feels closer to a wand than a than a bullet vibrator. So it's more rumbly than than buzzy. But it, they look really nice as well, and I 
actually think sometimes that's part of the appeal for but me. You can't actually turn it on or off. Which no, I is can't. Hilarious. The buttons are all like submerged, and I can't oh. find them, and I end up throwing it across the room <laughs> when I'm done with it because I can't switch it off. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like get it away from me. It's still going. <laughs> so I, I think for, for me, my favorite, and I'm probably going to talk about one of your toys more than any of any of mine. Cool. Is the is it the Vespa necklace? Oh, that's um, amazing. Looks like a pendant for those that haven't seen it. You wouldn't yeah. know a sex toy. It's just it's a piece of jewelry. Really pretty. And then you're like, ah, we have a vibrator on us right now. And they're like, oh, really? And you're like, unscrew, unscrew, unscrew. Buttons. It's like a James Bond it's, villain it's type like thing. It's like next level shit. But I love the surprise of meeting people and having this, you having this thing on and us sort yeah. of revealing this moment because it's kind of, it's kind of cool. It's kind of quirky. It's kind of sexy. But it's, but if you've never seen one before, the look of people's minds being blown is just amazing. It's yeah, it's really pretty, like rose gold, delicate on a chain, and it's just it looks like a really nice drop pendant thing. Mm. But what it's really interesting because we've met a few people when you've worn it, and they they don't really do sex toys. So mm. you you kind of like, well, I've got a vibrator on, and they're like, wow, I've never really used one, <laughs> and and then well, well, here you go, and there it is, and it's this. It's such a change in people's mindset and stuff. I really like it. And it's also really, um, it's really sexy that a woman is wearing it, I think. Actually, mm. it's, it's not, it doesn't come across as like an aggressive kind of, oh, hey, this man's coming at me with vibrator. It's actually a woman's wearing it around her neck and it's really pretty and you wouldn't know it was a toy. And then even more sexy when the woman like muses on you. He's like, really cool. Yeah. I'm so, also, yeah. also quite like the hot octopus cock ring as well. Yeah, that's cool. That's that's pretty awesome. It's like it, it basically has the same motor, I think, that the, the small bullet thing does. But you wear it as a cock ring. Yeah. Which is nice. But, nice. but probably yes less useful for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we actually put a cock ring, like a vibrating cock ring, on our strap-ons before. Nice. There you go. Smooth. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Not their first rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> Ridden many horses. Uh, I love that because we were speaking in our vanilla lives. We we're speaking to this other lesbian couple, and and they're like, "Oh, you ladies don't use any toys." We're like, "No." And she's like, "Yay, that's good. That's great because that means your sex life is is perfect, and like you don't need to bring any toys in." And then we're like, "That's not what it means." Like we just hadn't really started exploring it yet. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with having sex toys. It doesn't mean you're bored with your partner or anything. I mean, our sex life was fine before sex toys, and it only yeah. enhanced yeah, it's adding, like, adding them. You can talk about it and say, hey, you're doing a great job, but also this feels good. You know, it's 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 nothing to be ashamed of or like something's wrong with your relationship if you want to have them. So I, I, I always go back to that when I hear people talk about, you know, how they get into using them. So that's really cool. My second wife is my sex toy. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to take it first place. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta step up my game here. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, we don't use them all the time. Like they just make an appearance now and then, don't they? We don't rely on them for a sex life. All right, let's see what we got here. We do have a list, of course. Um, all right, so during a lot of our virtual swing events, which we've been having this year, we see that you guys love dressing up, as do we. Is there like a favorite swinger theme that you like for parties when you can get out? Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. The only times we've really dressed up is when we've been to Desire. We've never done a Halloween night, funny enough. In, in a Ever. Um, nope. And, and it was on the list for 2020. So, you know, fuck you, 2020. <laughs> so for me, I really like the superhero theme because I think there's, there's so much fun you can have with it. And because we are quite geeky and nerdy <laughs> with the whole thing, we, we can talk about it as well. So it's not just someone dressing up and as, I don't know, Batman or whatever it might be, but we can actually talk about the character and why we've chosen that character and everything to other people and it's it's kind of served us quite well so we've you know we've been aquaman and a mermaid and we've 
Oh, there's a dark mermaid. Dark mermaid. I always want to be the villain. Yes, yes, an evil mermaid. Oh, there's an evil siren mermaid. <laughs> you, you, you did Hela, and I was uh, Grandmaster from Thor. So, And that was fantastic, because on mm. that night that we did that at Desire, we met another couple who were... Um, Thor and Loki. So we almost had the full uh, Thor Ragnarok set between the four of us, which is, you know, fantastic. It also really helped that they were really hot as well and, you know, looked fat yeah. in their costumes. But if it's just for like an actual swinger club night date thing, not um, a party as such, then I really like um, a kind of man in a suit vibe. So little black dress and nice suits. Right. All right. Yeah. I think you can't go wrong with everyone's suited and booted. <laughs> yeah, it's no. nice to see people really dressed up. Okay, if you could have dinner with one person, living or dead, who would it be? Definitely Tiff. <gasps> oh my goodness! Just one person? Yeah, I mean, Mr. H, your partner is there with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and it's not my clone because <laughs> he's too yeah he's too busy noshing me off under the table. <laughs> wow. I think I would have to, and this is quite sad, really. I would probably say my mum. Oh, I was going to go with something fun. Well, well, I, and it is kind of fun because. What do you I, know what I mean? I'd like, love rather than something that's going to make me cry. Oh, well, sorry. <laughs> but I'd love to tell her all about our adventures and, and introduce her to all of my friends that we've made and all this sort of stuff because I think she'd love it. Yeah. Oh, my God. She'd be all over it. She'd be giving you lifts to them. <laughs> well, she'd want to go to the club. That's the thing. So, you oh. know, she would be the person that I'd have a meal with. 100%. She would have been. Well behind it. Good luck topping that. Mic drop out. Wow. Um, well, mine would not be my mum because she wouldn't fucking get it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and she would not enjoy hearing any of that. Um, I'd have to go with Caligula. Yeah, I'm, I'm deeply fascinated by the kind of the historical uh, stories of Caligula and his, his ways. And I would just love to sit there and, and wax lyrical with him and ask him, what the fuck, man? Question. What are you Question. doing? Do you, do you know ancient Greek or Roman or whatever it I'm is? I'm interested <laughs> in it. Yes. No, 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 no. no. Can you speak it? Oh, no. I mean, we'd either have a translator or, you know... Let, let's assume that that's not a barrier, and I don't, I, I don't know Latin or Greek. But let's assume your clone can translate for us, because he'd be there. You say "Vino Veritas." Yes, <laughs> so it wouldn't be a barrier. When I was writing this question down, I was imagining Mrs. H's answer, and I thought it was going to be David Bowie. <laughs> oh. Well, actually, David Bowie would also be a great dinner guest. Um, <laughs> Caligula and David Bowie would be excellent. Fucking hell, it's Absolutely. turning into a dinner party slash orgy now. <laughs> It'd be quite the orgy, wouldn't it, with Caligula and David Bowie? Where's David Bowie gone? <laughs> oh, he's with Mr. H's clone. <laughs> Fucking hell. Who happens to be related to himself, which would fit right in with Caligula's vibe, you know. Control to Mr. H's club. Like, Caligula be all over that. Like, it's cool that you're having sex with yourself, because why wouldn't you? Yeah, all right. That weird <laughs> enough. It took a stranger turn than I imagined. There's me giving this beautiful answer. And... I know, that's why I was like, oh shit. I'm going to come up a right weirdo now. I'm sorry, I just find it really interesting. And also, I like the idea of like Roman orgies is like absolutely fascinating. I'm like really you can't really have them at the moment though. Can't have any orgy, let alone a Roman one. But yeah, I think all that decadence is quite a compelling subject matter for a dinner table, especially with David Bowie. 
Because he was a bit odd, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> goodness. Is he only allowed to turn up if he's dressed as the Goblin King? Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes, he would be very welcome. I don't know what Caligula would make of him, but I'd like to stick around and see that. <laughs> and be a, a really good cheese board and grapes combo as well, wouldn't it? <laughs> Coming down. Those are red wine. It would just be perhaps. great. Yeah. <laughs> this is my last meal, you know. <laughs> I can't tell she's she got the enjoy in her and she's just laughing too hard. Oh my God. Either, either way, Rachel's in pain right now. <laughs> Send in the clones! Breathe. Oh. Can you imagine what it's going to be like when we eventually do meet up in person and we're going to hang out? We're going to be destroyed I'm on night one. I'm just sending my cologne over now. <laughs> night one, we'll just be destroyed. We'll be like drunk on a beach somewhere with ukuleles and dressed in togas. And oh, it'd just be wild, wouldn't it? You realise this dinner party thing that you're talking about isn't real. You know that's imagined. What? No, yes. it's not. No, it's going to happen. She's like, where the fuck is Caligula? <laughs> and where the fuck is David fucking Bowie? Come on. <laughs> and uh, why are you playing a ukulele? Well, we, we definitely have to plan this in 2021. <laughs> well, we'll notify the proper authorities, don't worry. In advance. 100%. Oh, totally. All right, this, maybe this one won't make us laugh as much. We'll see. But if you were stuck on a desert island and you're allowed one album to have with you, what would it be? Hmm. This is tricky. Is it your theme song for the Ben Lapper <laughs> Not one you've written yourself. <laughs> my ukulele hits. <laughs> it's my seventh studio album, My Clone and I. <laughs> ukulele Jams 101. So I'm, I'm not sure. There's probably two albums that I would probably... You can only have one. Well, I, I, I'm going to say my two albums and then work through it. So uh, the, my first pick would probably be Abbey Road. By the I Beatles. knew it'd be the bloody Beatles. I bloody knew it. Because I think that just has such a texture to it. My other one would be probably American Idiot by Green Day, maybe, because it's kind of... That's kind of uplifting, I suppose. Well, it's, it's got a lot to it. Mm. And I think... You could dance around the island on your own. Yeah. And then <laughs> and I could sing in Green Day voice all the time and no one can complain about it. So, yeah. But it would probably be Abbey Road by the Beatles, I think, if I was going to do it. And no, wow. wife, you cannot choose now, 23 or whatever the <laughs> fuck it was with the compilation. Greatest hits. Uh, no, I wouldn't choose that. Outrageous. Well, it's oh, Peter going... Zotero, isn't it? It's not Peter Zotero. Don't be such a knob. <laughs> <laughs> I like the old love song, all right. Is it Eric Carmen? Oh, God's sake. Why would I listen to that? Because it's you're by yourself, aren't you? For your information, Mr. H, okay. it would probably be a Muse album. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> and you're not invited to my, al- my, my island. And it would cover the whole album. It's just... That's every fucking Muse song ever written. Well, I don't think Matt Bellamy speaks very highly of you either. Well, I think he'll be immediately writing to me to sue me because I've just copied every single one of his songs. Yeah, you are so wrong. Fine. It would be a Muse album. See, I, I, I was going to go with Fraggle Rock, but I, I, I'd have just been, all right, everyone, let the medley begin. And I'd have just been that on repeat. I'd eventually gone insane. <laughs> We got a deep breath, deep breath. I thought this was going to be a not funny one. Thank you so much for hurting me. Moving on. If you could have any superpower, yes. what would it be? Self-filating is not a superpower. Because <laughs> you're really good and everything you do is basically good and moral and ethical. So it would be a really good power if it wasn't evil <laughs> in any way, like x-ray vision or something. 
Well, <laughs> I, I'd quite like teleportation and the ability to teleport, but also teleport people with me because Mrs. H is constantly fucking late. So it would remove a large chunk of the travel. So we'd just be like, okay, we're ready now. We just go and be there. Well, and then you can teleport down to Florida and we can be doing this interview sitting next to you. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yes, but he, he's a terrible traveller, so he would probably get travel sick every time he teleports, I reckon. But it, it, honestly, if it meant I didn't have to spend 20 hours on a plane or whatever the fuck it was that we didn't Wouldn't you stuff? like to be more whimsical and maybe learn to apparate like Harry Potter world? Fuck off. <laughs> Axio lameness. No Wingardium ukulele. <laughs> oh no, it's fallen into a dragon's fire or something. That only made it cooler. Double down on its awesomeness. Uh-huh. Right, so you want to transport so that I wouldn't be late. Yeah, but like all of those annoying moments like, oh fuck, we've forgotten to get some milk with the shopping. Back in a second, got some milk. Forgotten some wine yeah. for the Roman orgy. Yeah. Yeah. Or there's a Roman <laughs> orgy happening over there. Back in a minute, love. Zip, there, done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> really need to take a shit and you're out. Back to the toilet at home. No problem. <laughs> Why were you so long? Play the ukulele. <laughs> i got so much more time for activities now. <laughs> well, fine. Mine is way better. Uh, I would like the gift of telekinesis. And I would use it for very evil, horrid things. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Can you explain to us what telekinesis is, please? Well, moving things with your mind. Okay. The kinetic part. How would you use this power? With my mind. Fucking <laughs> okay, hell. What would you what would you do with this power apart from moving? Move things. Like would like would you be like the world's worst pretend poltergeist? Like, oh, I'm gonna move someone's curtains now. Or drop a jar off the side, they're really gonna be shitting themselves. Or would you be like I'm totally going to fuck that person with my mind. With my uh, mind uh, penis. bit of that, but I wouldn't use a penis, uh, Wait, however. What would you use? My mind. Your mind what? Like. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, rest just assured. just going to finger bang them? Yes, I'll finger bang people's minds all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you feel that? That's my mind nose, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get really ratty with people, and I would love to be able to just, like, make something happen just to make them pipe down for a bit. Oh, so push them over. Like push them over, shut the door in the face, like smash something in front of them and they're like, oh my God, what happened? Don't know. Shouldn't have got so angry. It, it would mean <laughs> that it's it's much more hygienic to read your iPad on the toilet because you could just wipe your ass without actually using your hair. Okay. So you're like, you, you see the cat there, she's scratching Leave the noodles out of it. And you'll be like, um, I assume you have Why to do you have to it. say um? <laughs> I don't know. You and don't. You're confusing and things. The cat lifts into the air. No, I would no. no. There's no cat levitation to be had Why? here. Well, no. You can't lift cats. What's the fucking point? So I could like make things happen. Like what, if I was you fed it. Saying, make things happen. What if, do you want to happen? All sorts of things. Like, well, give me one example. <laughs> just did. Give me one good example. <laughs> Okay, so like someone goes to sit down and they're a total asshat and you pull, you move the chair so they fall on their ass. Like something like that, so the chair moves. Excellent example. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think it's all evil stuff, just evil. Yeah, they're like... Well, you can be my henchman, you can be my evil henchman. Extra evil, okay. Extra, extra yeah. evil. <laughs> I just like to like go and slam indoors and stuff. <laughs> She's become an evil teenager. Or lift cars in the air. And just, you know, cause havoc, really. With, I, I've got to ask, with your telekinesis powers, yes. are you able to fly? Because you're able to lift yourself up off the ground. I'm not keen on flying, don't like heights. <laughs> <laughs> 
all these evil activities would be ground level <laughs> absolutely ground level like all, all your minor level like you're, <laughs> you're like the annoying evil guy but like not evil you're just like going into a bank and where they've got the free pens breaking <gasps> them in half i do love pens actually <laughs> i would extract all the free pens from banks <laughs> You don't need telekinesis to do that. Like, well, that, obviously, it would because they wouldn't. Like, no, it's me if I took them. around like in um, Fantasy. I mean, I could just do so many things. <laughs> you, you could, but it, you, you would only be limited by your limited imagination <laughs> or height, heights, because I wouldn't want to do anything at a height. I would think telekinesis would also work through virtual dates, so you can flex it up on. Yeah. Uh, some virtual swing parties. All you have to mm-hmm. do is open all the cabinets in the kitchen and I will yeah. just freak the fuck out. Again, I'd be like, all right, just stop it. All right, Miss H, just stop it. Yeah, I'd start fires. I, I think all this sorts. is really because a, a vibrator once ran out of power for you and you just want it to carry on shaking. Oh, well, we found the root of it. <laughs> oh, I could control those. Yeah, I could control sex toys. You could control sex toys. I could. I could do all sorts. <laughs> Unlimited power. <laughs> if your mind can dream it, your mind can achieve it. I, I think it might have worked. You might have made me pee my pants. So congratulations. <laughs> Just wonderful, wonderful superpower you have. <laughs> I did that with my mind. I was thinking about it. Did you it. mind piss her? What the fuck did you do? I did. <laughs> oh my goodness. I need to take a quick deep breath. <laughs> Miss H, make her take a deep breath. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, I'd do that with my mind for you. <laughs> All right. You're not going to make this funny. Here we go. Which one of you would survive a zombie apocalypse? 100% me. Hang on a minute. Why would it be you? I've just me. talked about my amazing telekinesis powers. Why would you survive and not me? I've never seen you run further than... Don't need like, to run. Zombies are really slow. We, they didn't say what kind of zombies they were. Uh, not 28 days later. Like old school, night of the dead zombies. Let's go old school. So, Don't need to outrun them. <laughs> <laughs> Is, I, is that your only, that's why I wouldn't survive, because I don't run? Because you don't run. Brilliant. I, I think your ability to, to make something of nothing is probably a little bit limited. What does that mean? So if you were to try and make a meal of nothing, <laughs> everyone would probably die. <laughs> is it not just looking out for myself here? You didn't say there was a tribe of people no, depending on my survival. Yourself, you'd be like, right, I'm going to have a frozen chip <laughs> and I'm going to have a... You know, a meatball, and now I'm going to have a carrot, and it'll end up being the most weird, like, and a, one slice of spaghetti or something. It just what? What kind of weird zombie apocalypse are you existing in? This is the same meal you prepared for me once, so I don't know what you're complaining about. <laughs> <laughs> so, plus, you're not quick in a. You're like you're very good in a crisis if someone is hurt. Thank you're very you. Good at helping people. I would first aid the zombies. Yeah, you, you, you're very good at first aid. But in any other kind of crisis, it's, uh, yeah, this, this, you're not cool as a cucumber. <laughs> Are these um, zombies like really bitey? Do they go into like <laughs> the rage kind of thing? Do they move really rapidly? Or are we talking like laconic, kind of slow, just a bit of a, a lazy nibble? Are they like reggae zombies? <laughs> and really, really relaxed and chilled out more. They smoked a bunch of freaking ganja. You yeah. know, I had a big lunch, a bunch of brains, you know. Yeah. Are these the ones you face with Plants vs. Zombies? Yeah. yeah I love guys. Plants vs. Zombies. And I beat all those levels, I'd be fine. Mm. Okay, I'm, I'm going to suggest that I would survive long-term. <laughs> yeah. 
It's possible we might. I might concede. You might survive longer than me. Plus, you'd get fed up with it and just want to die. You'd be like, <laughs> fuck this. This is a lot of effort. Just let them meet me. Then I can be one of the bad guys and I'll be happy. Oh, I actually didn't really think about that. I probably would just want to be one of them. Yes, that's what I thought. Yeah. Absolutely. Fortunately, with, with your powers of telekinesis, you could just lift them up and smash them on the ground. True story. There we go. No, no doubt you both would survive the zombie apocalypse with your superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. So, other than <laughs> superpowers, I'm going to go the c- complete opposite. So, what useless talent do you both possess? Is there, if there is one? If there is one, no assumptions here. That we that we both possess, or, or, or do we? I, do I think we have one each. Yeah, yeah we don't have a shared one. Playing the ukulele terribly <laughs> is my most useless talent, <laughs> um, and doing voice impressions that are awful as well. Oh, I disagree on most, but okay. oh, they're not awful. They're pretty bad, to be fair. No, no, no. They're endearing. They're really good. <laughs> See? Oh. I actually gave you a compliment there. Did you? I know. I took it. Mm-hmm. I ran with it. That's what I heard. I'm recording this. But I agree that you were talented. All right. A useless talent. Oh, mm. you can bend your fingers Ooh. in a really weird way. Oh, yeah. It's not really a talent. It's a thing, isn't it? Yeah. My, all, and my fingers go back funny ways and... I've got double-jointed fingers. I would point out that the sapphic swingers are looking particularly excited. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of ideas happening right now. <laughs> uh, but I have very long, bendy fingers from years of playing the piano. So I well, think that's where they're... long nails. Just point putting that out there, ladies. Yeah, but we don't have to be long. You know, I can accommodate. We're going to do a nail check with our women. Nail check. <laughs> right hand's clear, left hand nowhere near us. <laughs> <laughs> Or worse than TSA sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have some mutual friends, and they said, whatever we do, do not mention Roadhead. Particular <gasps> <gasps> reason why they told us not to mention. Mm. Yeah. He gets like a rage when you mention it's Roadhead. Not like I get a rage. Um, so Roadhead, <laughs> if if you don't know the story, was when we went to Australia when we were travelling around with Angela and Bradford from By the By, and our friends uh, Naughty and Rocket. The most and patient man in the world. The most, he is the most patient man in the world. Bless Poor him. man. And we were in the car and Angela and Bradford are always having sex, pretty much. Constantly having, mm. sort of constantly on the go with this sort of thing. And they were constantly going down on each other in the car and all this sort of stuff. So Mrs. H sort of, I think, caught the idea of this and offered me some Roadhead. You are telling a very, very, very (laughs) slim version of reality here. And basically, I declined this offer. (laughs) And I declined this offer for a couple of reasons. Uh, Not that the reasons matter, because as far as anyone else in the world is concerned, you should never turn down oral sex. In a moving car. In a moving car, or indeed anywhere else. So um, I wasn't feeling great. I'd had a lot to eat. Um, uh, all comes out now. I didn't like the fact that we we're in a car and could be seen. All this stuff comes into it. None of that matters, and it all pales into insignificance because ultimately I turned down a blowjob. And Bradford was absolutely aghast. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever seen him. He still hasn't so... shut up about it. So he's like, but why? Waste. Why would you do that? Why? You never know when you're going to get an offer like that again. Like, well, <laughs> I was like, she is my wife. I hope I am going to get this offer again at some point. But, yeah, so that that has been a, a constant reminder every time we speak to them, I think. He does like to drag it out. That's because he loves you. He, yeah. yeah. 
He likes to see a little face like blush when you remember the the trauma of the roadhead. That's all right. I'll send my clone out to him afterwards. <laughs> have you ever done roadhead since that trip? We on, on that trip, we I did have some roadhead the very next day. The fact. next day, he felt he had to do some. I didn't feel like redeeming I had to. I the head. It's well, just... you say that. No. What? <laughs> I mean, did you? <laughs> I think fine, but I I enjoyed it a lot. Would you, were you just obligated to receive was obligated. To the roadhead? No, no, I, I wasn't obligated in any shape or form and I wasn't pressurised into it by anyone whatsoever. <laughs> definitely not peer pressure there. <laughs> yeah, definitely wasn't peer pressure. I received similar road experiences, you see. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. No, so. no, you do. Yeah. There we go. I'm a shy little individual, really. I don't... You, know. you are. I don't understand because <laughs> you're ways. so you're so kind of um, mouthy. Devil may care of your. Oh, let's just have chaos and throw caution to the wind and random. I also don't like breaking rules, and oh, that was like God. really close to breaking a rule. Uh, you okay. weren't driving the car. No, I, I, yeah, I know. All of this stuff has all been dissected endlessly. So ultimately, uh, you didn't I, want to be a I, rule breaker. I denied the roadhead, and then the next day I had the roadhead, <laughs> and everything should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Moral of the story is he ate way too much pizza. Oh, <laughs> he did have a lot of pizza. To be fair, the, the flip side to that is that and a lot of wine. <laughs> well, because we had <laughs> also because this was a day of relentlessly taking the piss out of me. Because we ate pizza in a restaurant, I used a knife and fork because I like okay. to use a knife and fork with pizza if I'm in a restaurant or sitting down somewhere nice. <laughs> and again, they were like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> It's like, I'm eating my pizza. I'm like, why? Why are you using a knife and fork? Why aren't you picking it up? Because I, I like to feel nice with a knife and fork. I'm special. <laughs> just, just made you more adorable, really. Yeah, apparently so. Is that the version that you heard from? It must have been Bradford that told you this, I guess. I think a number of people. A number of people, it. maybe. Our sources must be kept private. Yes. But it was not. <laughs> it was not them, but it was somebody else via Twitter. We, we heard a bit about it when we were doing our group chat, but it's a little hard to hear and like all the intricacies of, of what actually happened. So, but it was somebody else. We can't say who. All right. So our next question. We are in the final week of 2020. Finally. Hurrah. So what is on your 2021 fuck it wish list? I got two things. Oh god, so many things. I got I got two big things that I that I've got in my head. One, I want to raise the bedhoppers social like the phoenix from the fucking ashes <laughs> and bring a bunch of people together to meet each other and chat and just interact. Have I, a great time. I, I mm. desperately want to create a a real community in our local area if we can, uh, but also give people who chat who've been chatting to each other all this year a chance to kind of finally catch up, get together, and just hang. I think we've earned that much as a society well for those of us that have been behaving throughout the course of this year of course yeah. i think the other thing is as, as a sideline to that is perhaps the bedhoppers orgy that goes with it um you know and once all the, the plays done i see i i love the idea of of an orgy but i don't like um playing with people that i don't know i'm kind of a bit funny like that um as you may have established on the roadhead question a moment ago how about a so, roman orgy a Roman orgy. well it's fine everyone can be romans if they want as long as i know those romans um <laughs> and so you know i love the idea of all of our friends getting together and having sexy times where we all know how everyone works how who is comfortable with whom and and just really kicking back and having a really fun time but in a really safe comfortable environment for everyone so no one feels awkward or that they they can't express what they want so it's creating that atmosphere not just for me but to to feel that everyone else is comfortable as well 
He mm. says perhaps a little too altruistically. Also, I just want to fuck lots of people now as well, since it's been a while since we've done it. Oh, <clears throat> that's so romantic. I know. It's been a while since we've fucked lots of people. Never since I've had a Well, I, I really miss um, hugging people, for one. Like, just being tactile. Uh, I, I hadn't realised just how much I, I hug people. Just not even in a, like a sexual way, but just I like to hug. Which is why she's not allowed near the school anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really miss um, expressing, you know, a kind of how I feel in, in the form of like hugs and stuff. It's nice. Mm-hmm. I really miss like hugging people, hugging my friends, actually being next to someone, you know, feeling someone like close to me is really nice. And I, I miss that. Yeah, I can't even like hug friends at the moment because it's just too dangerous we just don't mm-hmm. so the only people i've hugged are the people that i know to be in my little bubble and you know my my own family which is great but i do miss a nice hug yeah so yeah i miss that and then i would also like to maybe visit some of the things that we wanted to do this year and couldn't like uh, a holiday somewhere nice with yeah. lots of people that'd be really good yeah just actually leaving this country would be nice Permanently. No, <laughs> you want to break it? <laughs> <laughs> I I just really well, want a little break. I think. <laughs> yeah. We we rather enjoyed being part of Europe. It was it was nice while it lasted. <laughs> Honestly, I think you know l- last year we we were going to go to Miami and we were going to take part in podcast of Palooza and see you folks and. That's yeah. been one of the, the great upsets and, and injustices of the year, I think. <laughs> and also we were talking about going to Desire as well and catching up with friends there. So I think mm. the fact that we didn't get to do that meant that it's been... Any of it. <laughs> well, not only were we looking forward to meeting people that we haven't met face-to-face before, like you folks, not only was that whipped away from us, but also it feels like a year, a year and a half since we've seen, you know, and it's going to be almost two years before mm. we see old friends and it kind of, you know, assuming that, that we can do that this time next year. So it, it's more heart wrenching again, isn't it? It's kind of mm. bloody horrible. So I, I miss people. Yeah. Being able to do that again and, and have that fun and, and that interaction and also that touch, as you say, Mrs. H is, is mm-hmm. you know, would be nice. Yeah. yeah. I really miss it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think those are very uh, humble and, and kind and we, we definitely mirror your, your feelings and sentiments about just the, the simple things and, feeling safe and comfortable about just even hugging someone and, and going out and doing the normal stuff. But I think we're all trying to do the right thing. And for now, just trying to stay safe. And uh, we applaud you for that. It sucks. And, you know, that was one of our biggest uh, things we're looking forward to. Podcast Blues, that was meeting you guys. Yeah, like twice. Oh, <laughs> At first it was like May and then it was October. It was, just, I don't know, we've just really missed the opportunities, I think. We were looking forward to catching up with people. But being locked down, I think that was kind of one of the silver linings is we did meet virtually and we've chatted and connected. And I feel like I feel like we call you good friends now. Yeah. Even though we actually never officially met in real life. I know, it's crazy. I feel like we know you so well. So when we do finally meet you, it, we don't oh. have to bother talking to you anymore. It's fine. <laughs> Thank God. We don't even have to have a chat, yeah. It's just gonna be amazing. It's gonna be so nice when we do finally meet you. What is speak with you, Kaleli? <laughs> oh my god yes we have so much stuff too on our bucket list because this year i feel like it was like a wash after after march it was a wash yeah it started out pretty awesome but you know we're, we're all just trying to do the right thing and luckily we're all still safe and healthy and and you know we're getting close to new year's eve it's uh today's the december 29th 
And we've been so lucky to to get to know you guys and have you on the podcast today. And we'd love for you to, to give a shout out for yourselves, a little self-promotion here. Would you like to say where people could find you and uh, how they can contact you? Yeah, sure. People tend to hang around outside our bins and just, just <laughs> rifle through our front door. But if you want to send us an email, you can do it at bedhoppersuk at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at bedhoppersuk or bedhoppersuck. And uh, we've got a podcast. It's called Bedhoppers. Look it up. You know, it's in different spots. Uh, we also have a T-shirt store these days, so you can get a, a fabulous looking T-shirt. Sadly, no roadhead on there. No, there is no roadhead T-shirt. A number of people no. have asked for that. A lot of people have asked for a lot of stuff, but, you know, yep. I, I can't give in to all of the demands because, you know, we can't please everybody <laughs> or indeed anybody. So, you know, but yeah, if you if you want to listen to to our show, find us and, you know, give it a go. Listen. I highly recommend. Which means nothing that that is not a certification. <laughs> it's not like the Nintendo seal of approval, is it? <laughs> it's a little uh, mushroom stamp. <laughs> Wait a minute, that mushroom looks kind of familiar. <laughs> <laughs> It's the clone. <laughs> Shit. You just pop them in the post. I, I, you know, once you, when you're done with them, send them back, please. Is it like one of those grow your own men things? You put them in a glass of water and they grow it's a grow, tiny bit bigger. Just grow your own hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you legitimately did clone yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're penis. Yes. We, we did, well, we did try and do a clone a, a penis kit. Did not oh, go God. well. No, did, did not, not go well did at all. Not go well. Um, in fact, the, the the other one is the replacement one, not replacement penis, but replacement kit is sat in our cupboard, ready for us to try it. If you were to clone yourself, do you think you could accommodate being an evil clone? No, for my benefit. No, my, I, I'll go full Jedi. <laughs> you, I'm gonna be so good. I'm gonna. Why gonna, would you do that? Because it would literally be the second coming. Oh, my God. You're not the Messiah. You know that. <laughs> no, the clone could be. I would like you to be an evil clone. So, you know, can you hear the cat meowing outside? <laughs> She's going potty. <laughs> Our cat is meowing outside the door. That's not a euphemism. No, genuinely, the cat is like, where's the boobs? Well, we'd love to thank you all so much for, for spending time with us. Um, as we said, it's been such a pleasure getting to know you all. And we, for our listeners, we hope uh, you have a wonderful, safe New Year's Eve, and we'll see you in 2021, hopefully. Thanks again for the Hoppers for joining us on this awesome episode. And thank you to our podcast sponsors, altplayground.net. Yeah, we had a fabulous time. We hope you did too. And we look forward to chatting with you soon. Stay safe, stay sexy. And fuck shit up. Always fuck shit up.